0: I'm Sadie. I'm American and I'm living in Japan. Konnichiwa. I'm Akane. I'm Japanese and I'm living in U.S. And this is the Foreign Exchange Program. In this show, we invite you to listen in on our insightful discussions about language, culture, society, and personal experiences living and thriving in a foreign country. So today we're going to talk about homes.
1: Yeah, so we just talking about our lives and how we live, and then we realized, oh, there are a lot of differences between Japanese-style homes and American-style homes, so we thought, oh, it would be a great topic for discussing on our podcast. Yeah, so let's get into it. So, um, yeah, there are a lot of differences, but uh, one thing I can see from here, Sadie, you have a sliding door behind you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Uh, This is only a podcast, so you listeners can't tell. But behind me, there are some sliding doors to separate the bedroom from the living area. And in Japanese homes and apartments, I'd say these are quite common. This is considered a Western-style apartment, but still, it has some sliding doors. The door to get into the hallway where the bathroom and everything is is also mm-hmm. a sliding door, It's really, really common. But in the U.S., you don't see those very much, do you? No, actually,
1: right now in my apartment, I don't have any sliding doors between rooms. hmm Yeah. I'm How about, about-
0: closets?
1: Closet. Ah, yeah, closet is sliding door. And also when I go to patios, it's -hmm. also sliding doors.
0: Yeah. So there are sliding doors in American homes, but generally they serve a different function. Mm -hmm. They separate different areas rather Mm -hmm. than actual room dividers. It's Mm -hmm. separate inside versus outside or storage versus living Mm -hmm. space. In Japan, not, of course, every single people's
1: home, but in Japan, homes are tend to smaller than American. If Mm. it's that door put to open, we need more space.
0: Mm. We
1: cannot put anything, those space. Of course, Mm. we need to put a door, so we have to keep it. But sliding door... You don't have to worry about those space.
0: That makes sense, yeah.
1: Yeah, so as you mentioned, even Western-style apartment or house, it's sliding doors. But sliding doors uh, also exist in traditional Japanese home. Mm -hmm. Like kusuma, shoji, those are traditional-style Japanese doors, but they are all sliding doors. Hmm. So I heard it's because of the size of Japanese homes.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Japan, I think, does a lot to try and save as much space as possible or get the most use out of its space as possible. So, yeah, if I open these doors, suddenly the bedroom area feels like it's a part of the living area. Feels like one big space, so... That, that makes sense, especially if you have kids or something and, you know, you need more room for them to run around in or mm-hmm. like that. It's more convenient instead of having to worry about, you know, you can't put anything in front of the door where it's going to swing open. Yeah, I can see that. One thing that I didn't expect when moving to Japan and I never saw anything about it online that I can remember when I was researching Japanese houses, is there are no garbage disposals in the sinks. <laughs> mm, no one told true. me that. I had no idea. I went, you know, to my first apartment. I looked in the sink and there's just a little, I don't even know how to describe it, a little basket. We say say,三角 corner. Okay, thank you. <laughs> because it's triangle. Some of them, my, mine is uh, circular, but some of okay. them are <laughs> circular shapes. Yeah, I've seen, a, there's a lot of variety in these things. Mm, so, come there. so for those of you who don't know, they're essentially these little baskets that you're supposed to put a net in, and it catches all your food scraps when you're washing the dishes. Rather than just letting it fall into your sink, turning on the garbage disposal and letting it do its thing and break it down. So you have to remember you need to like take it out and clean it and switch it often. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it can get, you know, it can get smelly or you can get bugs. It's something that has been very hard for me to adjust to in Japanese homes. Ah, so.
1: I still don't know how to use the disposal, actually. Really? Because one time I cut the potatoes and carrots, a lot of vegetables, Mm -hmm. and I needed to peel vegetables' skins. Yeah. So there's so many skins at the time. And I put everything into the disposal. And then disposal got... I see. So because I substitute the small bucket Mm -hmm. into a disposal. Mm -hmm. So in a basket, I can just put everything and then just throw it away. So I thought, oh, there is no small basket here. So I can put everything here into (laughs) the disposal.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But I broke the disposal because of too many skins. so like broken what should i do <laughs>
0: when you were using the disposal were you also running water at the same time did uh, you have water running while you were i to- don't think so i recommend you put some water on at the same time oh it doesn't have to be full force but just have some of it running in there um but yeah if it's too dense or it's too heavy just like if you're using a blender right you know a blender mm-hmm you put all the fruit and veggies in with no milk, it's really hard to blend, isn't it? Ah, uh, so kind of, I kind of get it. That's why. Uh, but ultimately just try not to put as much stuff in there at the same time. Uh, <laughs>
1: so for me, the small
0: basket is easier. But for me, the garbage disposal is easier. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, one equipment I still don't use much, but mm-hmm. always there is in my apartment is dishwasher. Ah. It's really interesting for me. For example, in my current apartment, we didn't have refrigerator. So we had to buy one ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But still this apartment has a dishwasher. hmm so I feel in American culture, or well, I don't know, maybe for some people, dishwasher is really important.
0: Yeah, um, that's interesting. I do know that, you know, obviously most apartments out here in Japan don't have dishwashers, but I think more and more they're starting to gain some popularity especially in the more expensive apartments. I think they're starting to show up more um, but I think it's a families in the US tend to be bigger, which means you go through more dishes. If you have a family with four kids, you're not going to want to wash all those dishes by hand. Yeah, right. that's true. You want a machine to do that for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I think that's part of it. Just the size of the family is, tends to be different. Usually they have a few more kids than Japanese families. But if you live by yourself or only with one other person, I think it's just a personal preference thing. Mm. At that point, you're, you don't have that many dishes. It's easy enough to wash by hand. Uh, So it's up to the person. For me I've done it both ways. I've mm-hmm. used a dishwasher sometimes and I've just washed it by hand other times.
1: I don't know, like I lived in several apartments so far in US, but mm-hmm. every single apartment has a dishwasher and I didn't use all of them. I think it's because one part is, um, because I usually didn't have like a big household, maybe mm-hmm. just a couple of people. And also I don't trust uh, how dishwasher can clean well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I see. Because then I have to clean up dishwasher um, yeah. regularly mm. because I feel it's dirty if I don't clean up dishwasher. Mm. But I think I'm too lazy to clean up dishwasher regularly.
0: (laughs) Do you clean your like uh, washer and dryer, your clothes washer and dryer
1: often? Right now, my apartment doesn't have own washer machines. Mm -hmm. So I have no choice. I should trust my landowner. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: i see <laughs> yeah, but if i can do i want to clean up mm.
0: well just like for a washing machine you know they sell special uh, cleanser mm-hmm. that you put in there and do a cycle while mm-hmm. it's empty and it cleans everything mm-hmm. it's the same for a dishwasher so mm-hmm. you just put liquid in there where the soap usually goes it runs a cycle and it cleans itself mm-hmm you're not supposed good. to put your dishes in it while there's still a lot of food on there mm-hmm. there shouldn't be big chunks of food on your dishes and you stick it in there you should clear your plate first mm-hmm. and then put it in so if you do that you're not gonna have like weird big chunks you're supposed to clean out all the time
1: Does that I make see. Sense?
0: yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. maybe i should try at least once Next time you try and cook a big meal where you use a lot of dishes, just throw them in the dishwasher, see what happens. Yeah, (laughs)
1: sounds good idea.
0: So another difference for me that I kind of expected, but it was still hard to get used to. The first apartment and the second apartment as well that I lived in in Japan, I had to sleep on a futon. Mm. not a bed. And for you Americans out there, the futon that I'm referring to is not the American style futon that you're used to. Mm. Futon is a flat, thin pad, kind of, that you put on the floor. There's no frame to hold it up off the floor. You can't fold it into a couch. It's none of that. It's just a flat mat you put on the floor and sleep on.
1: Yeah, it's like a
0: s- thicker blanket. Kind of, yeah. It's like a p- really thick blanket, but not thick enough to be comfortable by itself.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, futon <laughs> in U.S. is like a bed box or like a ma- mattress things.
0: Mm, let me see if I can show you. We used to have an American style futon when I was growing up and I used it like if I had my friends sleeping over, you can take it from a kind of a couch position to a bed position. Um, Ah,
1: like a two ways. Yeah. Furniture.
0: Yeah. It's very different. The only similarity is it's one big... um, mattress kind of but it's thicker than japanese futon uh, so it looks kind of like this uh, da. and you can turn it into
1: like this uh, the one you showed me is called futon in us in the us we call those
0: futons uh, I but it's very know. different
1: <laughs> yeah but- i
0: think in japan we called it bed Yeah, it looks like a bed or a couch, like a uh, two in one bed couch, something like that. Mm. But yeah, so when I first moved here and I got into my apartment and there was a brand new futon like sitting there for me, I was like, "Is there anywhere to put this? Can I put it up on something? No, I just have to lay on the floor." Okay. Wow. And I had to get used to it. I had to get used to it. Um. But I think going back to what we were saying earlier about the sliding doors, using futon in Japan is for saving space, mm-hmm.
1: right? I so, think so.
0: Yeah, so if you use a futon instead of a bed, it's because you want to fold it up during the day and put mm-hmm. it in the closet so mm-hmm. you have the room to do other things. The US were like, nah, <laughs> I just want a bed, it's there, it's gonna take up space, that's what it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe except those like futon in US use all the time. Mm-hmm. But in Japan, really homes are small or like a limited, so we want to hold up every time. Mm-hmm. Then you can use more space for yourself during daytime. Mm -hmm. so it's really makes sense why I mean as you said maybe people use futon here for like a guest
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so you don't have to people in Japan use futon rather than bed
0: yeah I get it and in my apartment I have a bed but it does take up almost the whole room (laughs) Mm. like You just have to give up, be willing to give up that space if you're going to buy a bed in Japan and just know you can't really use your bedroom for anything else except for a bed. So when you were living in Japan, did you have a bed or did you sleep on a futon? A bed. Did you? (laughs) But when I was a
1: kid, me and my sister used a bulk bed. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, still we can save the space. Right. But my parents use futon because it's very convenient
0: for them. Right. And in some houses, too, if they have tatami rooms, you can't put a bed on that floor, right?
1: Uh, Not can. Some people do, but just not good for tatami. Hmm. Tatami gets damaged, I guess. I see yeah so it's better not to put bed but i feel recently a lot of older people for them it's sometimes difficult to sleep on futon because they have to lay down on the floor and it's hard to get up so they sometimes put their bed on tatami room
0: i see So it seems to be changing a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that would be so hard for older people. You're right. Even for me now as a, you know, 20 something year old, it's hard to get up off the floor (laughs) after I've been laying on it all night. Mm -hmm. So I can't imagine in 60 years what my body is going to feel like if I were to sleep with a futon. It just seems really hard. Yeah.
1: So there are pros and cons for Mm. futon and bed in Japan, I guess. Yeah, it's really depends on their lifestyle.
0: Mm -hmm. So up to now, we've been talking about differences kind of physically within the home, how we use different um, appliances or how the layout is set up. But I wanna shift a little bit and talk about within the home, are there any differences in habits or kind of customs that you've picked up on while you're in the U.S.? Mm, one thing I want to
1: mention is taking baths buses, taking showers. Mm-hmm. In Japanese culture, or at least at my parents' place, I always taking a bath, mm-hmm. except I don't have time. Mm-hmm. So, because taking bath is not only just clean up my body, that really helps my body to be relaxed
0: mm. and
1: to release my uh, tiredness. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, I want to take a bath and relax. Enjoy the time.
0: Sure.
1: That was part of my relaxation. Mm -hmm. Actually, when I lived in Japan, I didn't realize it, or even I didn't that much prioritize taking bus. But after I moved to US, I really miss taking Mm -hmm. a bus like regularly. Mm -hmm. Right now I have a my apartment has bus stop, but I barely take a bus because I can, but it's a lot of work. Like first I have to take a shower and then I uh, put water, like hot water. So when I have a time, maybe I do, but not always I have time for these. So I just miss taking bath. And I think that part of Japanese culture.
0: Mm. Do you
1: take a bath?
0: So when I lived in apartments where there was an automatic function to, Mm. I sometimes do. Um, But currently my apartment doesn't have that function and the bath is a little small. Mm. So I don't take them very often. Um, but yeah, yeah. When I when I did have a bigger bath and it had that automatic function where all you have to do is press a button, it does the bath, it draws the bath for you. You don't have to think about it. It tells you when it's ready. Then mm-hmm. sometimes I would.
1: Yeah, I missed the voice. Oh <laughs> kimasu, like that.
0: Have <laughs> 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 <a bit> memorized. <laughs> 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 That's funny. Yeah, I still prefer taking showers, I guess, because it's faster. Mm. I don't see it as a place to relax, really. It is just kind of to get my body clean. Mm. I do other things to relax instead, so I don't need it. But I do know people who use showers to relax. And I do know people who use baths to relax in the U.S. as well. It's just the tub even is built differently in the U.S. than it is in Japan. Mm, yeah totally different i feel like it's long in the u.s but it's very shallow yeah <laughs> it's kind of weird <laughs> you have to position your body in a weird way to get mm-hmm. all the way under the water mm-hmm. in japan it's short but it's very deep usually mm. so it's much easier to cover your whole body in water in yeah yeah and then I
1: bathtub in Japan, I think they create to fit the body. Mm-hmm. It's more curvy. Yeah. But in U.S., it's more like a square. It's like a box, like a shallow box. Yeah, I don't box. know what
0: body shape it's supposed to be for, but... <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It's kind of weird. Unless you live in a really nice house and you can afford to get a big tub, like jacuzzi tub. Mm-hmm. It's not very good. I think the only time I ever took baths in the U.S. was when I was a child. Yeah,
1: that's mm-hmm. really interesting for me because I suggest a couple of my friends here. And then, like I mean, I advise them because they say, oh, I'm tired. Oh, why don't you take a bath? It would be helpful for you to release the stress or tiredness. And then they say, eh, that sounds like child, like a kid. -hmm, That was really interesting for me.
0: Yeah, I don't know why, but when we're kids, we tend to take baths to get clean and to play around or whatever. But as you start to get a little older, that stops. Oh, uh, but it does. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's really different, I guess.
0: Mm. So as for me, customs within the home in Japan you know the basic ones that everybody kind of knows like taking off your shoes or something like that that wasn't really hard for me to adjust to I had friends in the U.S. as well who don't like to wear shoes in the house so I followed them anyway but one custom that still confuses me to this day is how I don't know if it's really a custom, but just something you have to do. It's how you sort your garbage. <laughs> mm-hmm. And even within Japan, it's different depending on the area. I've lived in three different places in Japan so far, and every one of them has had different rules as mm-hmm. to how and when and where you're supposed to put certain mm-hmm. It's really challenging, I think.
1: Yeah, I bet it's very challenging for you because even for Japanese native speakers, challenging. This (laughs) is very challenging. And even just move to next city, like within the same prefecture, still the how to sort garbages. Yeah, it can be totally different. Different. Yeah, So I think some city, they try to like, Uh, adjust, but still some cities so complicated or so detailed, but sometimes I feel too much or maybe they can reconsider how to sort, I guess.
0: Mm. I've lived in places ranging from like they don't sort any garbage at all. You put it all in the same place all together to Where I'm living now, you separate everything. There are separate crates for cans, for bottles. There's stacks for cardboard, for paper. There's places for burnable garbage, for unburnable garbage, for pet bottles, for everything. (laughs) Luckily, it's really well organized, so it's easy just to put stuff where it's supposed to go. But in some places, it's not clearly marked, and it's really confusing as to where you should put it or what day certain garbage goes out like on some days you're only supposed to put out burnable garbage other days you're only supposed to put out cans this kind of thing it just gets so complex and confusing
1: (laughs) yeah and then worst part is some garbage we can just put outside once a month
0: Mm -hmm. so
1: if we miss the day I have to wait for the next month right and you know like how can I keep this garbage inside my
0: apartment like my apartment like that well I can't fit all this garbage in here for another month (laughs) but it happens sometimes it does Uh, and some places even require you to use specific garbage bags Mm -hmm. That was interesting as well. Uh, One of the places I live, or a couple of the places I lived before had like specific bags for the city. mm -hmm. You had to buy them and use them. You couldn't just use like a white garbage bag or a a plain garbage bag. You had to get specific ones. Mm -hmm. That was very strange. (laughs) A garbage bag's a garbage bag. I don't care what kind of bag I should use. I don't know. Yeah, it's very different from here.
1: I think here we have uh, recycles, but Mm -hmm. we don't have to sort like the type of recycle.
0: Yeah, so there's recycles, which is, you know, cans and bottles and things of that nature. And then there's kind of everything else. If you want to you can do what's called composting so that's like saving all of your kind of used food scraps like those vegetable skins mm-hmm. that you before there's you can do stuff with that which is called composting and if you live in a house with a yard if you have to cut the grass or cut trim the trees that's also its own special garbage mm. but other than that generally, you just put everything together. Mm -hmm. So it's much less complicated. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So if any of you listeners out there are planning to not necessarily just move to Japan or the US, but if you're thinking of moving to a foreign country, just know there's gonna be probably a lot of differences within the home, how it's set up and uh, things that you're expected to do as a resident within a home. Mm-hmm. The it might surprise you what's different, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah. I hope um, you can enjoy the surprises and then you will find the interesting traits of the culture. And maybe you can also feel the good part of your custom or culture in your country.
0: Hmm. Very well said. All right. Well, thanks for talking with me today. This was really fun. Thank you very much. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.
1: If you enjoy listening to our show, please consider leaving us a
0: rating or comment on your preferred podcasting platform. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, feel free to email us at foreignexchangeprogrammpod at gmail.com. We'd love to get some feedback from you all.
1: You can find us on Instagram as well at Falling Exchange Program Pod. So feel free to follow us on there. Send us a message and get notified when new episodes are released.
0: Thanks for listening.